0: I remember names very well I don't know Hmm. why But I remember names very well And I just keep thinking Oh, you're talking about Nidovalir in Svartalheim Yeah, you do do this (laughs) How do you do that? Especially with these um, (laughs) Norse names I
1: remember Jotunheim That's it Because that's the giant flow That's it All the other ones (laughs) All the other ones are just, uh, uh, you know, like Scandinavian or whatever. I don't know. I'm like, but you do. You remember their names and the places.
0: welcome back to a very special episode of critical arcade i'm your co-host nick and i'm kratos no sorry i'm dave sorry <laughs> dave can you can you guess flashbacks.
1: can you guess what game we're reviewing today
0: i think everyone who's already read the title who That's is true. a lot of who is a lot of people know what game we're doing today oh yeah so 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 this so, is so excited yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. This is one of those games I was very much looking forward to playing, very much looking forward to doing this podcast, because, yeah, again, it's, it's so good. It is. Like it say, is. Good,
0: good. Capital G. This is one of those games that we've been keeping an eye on for years. Oh, yeah. What, so
1: how long has it been since the last one? like four years five years what
0: was... let's just get this out of the way for those who haven't read the title yeah, yeah. <laughs> the game we're reviewing today is none other none other than the brand new god of war ragnarok yeah it is a brand new release and i think probably the first real big review we're doing on this podcast
1: yeah, I agree. This is your your triple all the the lights and um, you know the the proper
0: premium title game. The first one was oh you. yeah, oh yeah, and and they, it's a doozy to do it. Oh, Yes, yeah, is... they're not holding back. No, um, yeah, the God of War Ragnarok is the sequel to the critically acclaimed 2018 release God of War, which was a, a revival of yeah, the series.
1: Right. You can't be confused with uh, what the PlayStation 2 God of War. Years and years and years ago, right?
0: No, I don't. I can't remember what year the original God of War released. But um, for for the sake of this podcast, we are going to be referring to this, the prequel to this mm. game, God of War 2018.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: that's perfect. But today we are reviewing God of War Ragnarok 2022, brand new, big, big, big release. It is. It's very exciting.
1: Like I said, there aren't words. Like I said, I want to generally just dive right in, really. But like I said, it's a it's the what, santa monica studios which is the that's basically right. the, st- the studio that did all the god of war games to some degree they certainly did yes. the latest ones 2018 they also did most of the older ones the playstation 2 games and they do oh
0: i think they outsourced the psp ones i'm not sure oh it's true
1: there were a few outsourced ones yes you're right especially like yeah, the, the ones Vita on psp ones. i think that's ghost true. of sparta yeah.
0: and chains of olympus
1: yeah i think you're right they did the to say that they did the main series of games be it correct uh, the God Original one, trilogy two, th- and yeah, exactly, yeah, an Ascension, yeah, exactly, and they're so good at it. Oh my word, they love They've, these people. Yes. Love Kratos. They love the oh, the, the mythology and their gods and stuff like that. Yeah, again, play all of them, everybody. <laughs> if you've never played, sorry, if you've never played God of War games, they are all worth it. Even the PlayStation Two versions. It's a
0: yeah, yeah the original trilogy. There's definitely mm. a very arcadey aspect and mm, element mm, to the mm. to the first couple of games but that's what made them fun a lot of yes, people exactly. prefer those uh types of games for their gameplay above the new god of war uh, yeah. the, the games
1: but like you said you said it perfectly the original ones are arcadey they're that they're, they're right. just a lot of fun just fighting and going through the story where now it's like it's the same arcadey esqueness, but then with like a the Last of Us type storyline and emotional yeah. um, like, uh, progression and stuff it's, like that. It's cool. much, much more
0: grounded. Yeah.
1: No, 100%. And that was that. And if you think about it with um, 2018's God of War, that's a really risky move for um, Santa Monica Studios to do, but they've done Very. it so well. Like to take something that's so basic and visceral and then try to make it storyline based and um, deep and thoughtful. It's kind of a really like a 180 turn which is a really scary business uh, premise but it, is. it works i
0: remember I, uh, it definitely works i remember when this game was still in development uh, there's uh, there's a documentary that playstation made that's up on the youtube channel i don't know if you've watched it Mm-mm. it's called raising kratos it's a documentary about the development cycle for the first uh, game god oh, of okay. War 2018 okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about two hours in length. I recommend anyone interested in this in this series, especially these new games, to go watch that documentary. It is very, very, very interesting. And in that documentary, uh, it talks about how one of the uh, PlayStation head executives, Shuhei Yoshida, mm-hmm. um, uh, he came to Santa Monica Studios to test the new God of War game, and he was not impressed. Oh, really? He, yeah, he was not impressed. He didn't like it very much. Um I don't know what build that was, how early mm, that build mm, was, but mm-hmm. it's so interesting to hear that one of these PlayStation executives didn't like <laughs> what wow. God of War 2018 mm. was at some at one point.
1: That's crazy, but it's hard let's like, say so it's hard to judge depending on which build he had. Like I said if it was right? ugly or basic or, you know, but it's that's boring. interesting to know. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. like I said, go watch the documentary. I guess I, I should do that too.
0: Please do. Um, it's it's extremely interesting to hear all the inputs from the development team, uh, the mm, writers, mm. even the game director Corey, Corey Barlog. It's mm. it's so good. Well, hey, well, let's, let's, sorry. Let's let's get back back onto Ragnarok because that's what everyone is sure, sure, here sure. for. This
1: is what everyone is listening for. All those people <laughs> so, out there are listening for this. <laughs>
0: as i said um cory barlog this was the director for the previous game but this game had a new director eric williams um and who was part of the previous game but has taken the seat from cory barlog as cory is now the creative director for uh uh, uh, god of War ragnarok Um, so there's a new there's a new person in the driver's seat but it doesn't feel like no, it, I, if I'm being honest. Uh, I was gonna,
1: you, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, like you wouldn't even notice. I don't know how to. a oh, no. uh, 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 compliment or a uh, 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 dig to the, but you did not notice. It's the same level of yeah. expertise. Throughout no, the
0: I, th- I think it's a huge compliment um, mm. and accomplishment towards the the entire Santa Monica Studios team, right? Oh yeah, so that they can make such an airtight video games yes, yes
1: but that's one of the things you know i was i was when playing this game. it's one of those things i'm sure most gamers out there would all agree that if it's going to take four years let it take four years like we we as yes. gamers i believe we'll wait we'll wait if, if this is the level you're producing yeah after four years i think we'd all happily wait that long oh, for which, sure. fran- which franchise it is Make it take oh, four sure. years, take five years and make sure it's it's po- as polished as this game compared to releasing Definitely. it once a year or just before Christmas and all that horrible other stuff that happens in the gaming industry. Yeah. Because as gamers, we we really like the polish more than we need the, the FOMO or, or missing out or whatever. We need it now. And I think that's what a lot of developers miss out on.
0: No, that's right that's right they do but i think the the majority of the community learned this lesson the hard way with the unfortunate release of cyberpunk 2077 oh yeah 100% yeah no that that's a, that, a good example yeah it's, it's so bad. that game had a lot going for it but it fell flat on its face and mm-hmm. for once <laughs> for once gamers learned the correct lesson which is don't rush don't rush the yeah, game it. if it's <laughs> if it needs to be delayed please delay it yes
1: exactly like like i say i just Always delay it. If there's ever a choice, yes. delay it. Because, yeah. um, like I said, I know Cyberpunk now runs okay now. And it is if you, yeah. it is playable now. It's actually a, a solid game.
0: Yeah, you're playing it on the PS5. I am, yeah. It's
1: a great game. Well, I'm am I'm a biased again because Cyberpunk's my type of genre. But it is a great <laughs> game. And there's so many games that we all know. So many of our favorite games are just, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, rehashes of the the original version or broken. And, and I think we're, as, as a, a gaming society, we're getting tired of it. We're getting tired of getting things that are broken. When Especially now Very you can much. see games like Santa Monica Studio that are putting all the time in and all the effort, and they're not broken. They're, they're, they're just a no, joy to, to play through. All. And That should be what everybody else is looking at, but there's too many people yeah. like... Um, what's the exec, head, executive of Blizzard and stuff like that? What's his name? Oh, man. I can, oh, no. I can, I can, I I can see him. Yeah, I name. can see him. Too many people like that in the industry. But anyway, we'd, I digress.
0: But people like money. People like yes. cash. Mm. Exactly. Get those so fat I, stacks. Dollar mm-hmm. sign
1: eyeballs. No, but... It, sorry, I'm going to go rant now. But you're absolutely right. There's everything... I read lots of like financial stuff, Financial Times-esque yeah. type stuff. And you're absolutely right that the entire world is getting so obsessed with money now instead of money later that they're actually de- people are actually destroying their own intellectual properties due to it um strangely enough so I, I might be you can uh, going off topic yeah you've yeah. heard magic the gathering right no please no don't say it <laughs> um, no 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 you know the card game of
0: it it's called magic the gathering of course yeah, is, of course yeah. magic the gathering from wizards of the coast
1: yeah and years ago um there there was black lotus and all those cards that are yeah, yeah. years old and very uh-huh. rare and very high very
0: expensive
1: now i believe i only read an article they're starting to reprint the old cards no. as like a, a christmas special which no, means all no the people way. who originally have it their card values go down because there's a reprint and that generally happens um and then and business-wise they're destroying their their their, fa- their fan base there's lots of people who are collecting buying spending lots of money collecting these cards to get the rare ones but if you keep reprinting versions of it all their card values start going down and you're kind of just hurting your customer base And if you read it, they're just doing it so they can cash in like because of the. Yeah, it is really. And if you look at so many businesses, it's the same premise. They all want money in the next five years, but they don't give a damn about 10 years.
0: This is a weird,
1: a weird thing going on in the world. If you look around,
0: it's a weird thing, a pattern that's actually happening now, not money later. Yeah, I get it. It really is. It's bad. I don't like it. No, it is. It's Um, crazy out there at the moment. This is, this is a nice topic we can have for a, a bonus episode for all our Patreons. If, yeah, if uh, or when we get any patrons that want <laughs> to hear our opinions on all of this, yes. please go, go ahead and go of, sign up for our Patreon yeah. page. We, Dave and myself, we've got a lot of opinions on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But right here, right now, we are yes. gathered here today for Kratos and Boy. Boy. Which, now now I that I think about it, he really doesn't call him Boy anymore. He doesn't does he, which is a nice little
1: a little uh, uh, uh if you don't know've watched the other games uh the uh, God of war uh twenty eighteen he only yep. ever referred to his son as boy because he didn't know how to be a father fundamentally and exactly and his name, but now because he's grown as a human being he actually calls him by his name which is a weird little nod to it's all an excellent little nod to the first game,
0: yeah, which... and it's very... i mean you hear it all the time but because we're so used to having people's names in sentences as mm. who we're referring to, you don't realize that he does this. Really, it's, no, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. You, it's one of those things that are it. hidden right under your nose. Mm. Where, mm-hmm. That he calls him Atreus and not boy anymore. Yeah, no,
1: that's very true. It's it's like I the like first it one. A lot. I didn't. I never noticed the part in the first one where he referred to him as son at the end instead of boy, which was the How same did thing. He? Did he? Yeah, like the whole oh, whole wow. game, boy, boy, boy. But right at the end, I guess when fighting Boulder or something, when it was drastic, yeah. he actually shouts out "son" instead of "boy," which is oh, wow. Again, it's a, been a so long; I can't even remember. Yeah, a progression of his growth as a as a dad. And let me just point out, oh, Kratos man.
0: is a great dad. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, Kratos I, is a great <laughs> playing this game. I give you the first he time, is a great dad. He is he's a, got he's got very good intentions. He, has, yeah, he he wants to do good and he wants to. I mean, protect his son, his remaining Mm. family. That's all he wants to do. He knows that getting involved with the gods and their drama only leads to more death.
1: Yes, exactly. And like I said, I always spot these really cool things. Or not cool, weird things. Let's call them weird things. Now, (laughs) I know his wife died and she was obviously a very good influence on him. Because his grammar in both his speaking and his writing in his journal are excellent like he used if you I, I, i'm one of those i wouldn't say I'm a grammar nazi but the way he talks and writes this book is so spot on it's like i don't know where this came from he used to be a a killing general in a in a, in a war and a god of war but he writes so perfectly but, it's amazing but
0: that's the thing generals <laughs> are actually supposed to be smart
1: that's true yeah that's true so quite,
0: we're, we're all we're looking at this as raging bloodthirsty spartan mm. Kratos, that we completely forget, he's actually a very smart man. He is, and, uh,
1: and uh, he said he uses the right context of uh, he and I, and instead of him and me, and he uses that so it's... well. And I, I don't know why, but that gives me such a smile when Kratos, <laughs> the big uh, <laughs> g- muscled uh, god of war killing machine, is so eloquently yeah. speaking the yeah, English yeah, language. Yeah. I
0: don't know why. It, Just, this it's... is a bit. This is a bit meta, but yeah. I feel like. With this game and video game characters growing up, the community is growing up with them. Mm. Does that make sense? No, it's, no I agree entirely. Yeah, I agree. Like, as, like like Nathan, like Nathan Drake mm. in the in the fourth game. Nathan Drake in the fourth game, he's a bit older, not sully mm-hmm. old, but yeah, yeah. old enough to almost not go adventuring anymore. Yes, I agree. Yes, I am with you. And Which it is just great. made me realize that these characters also. Well, depending on the studios, do in a weird way also age and develop and go through it. It it's just excellent. weird, and I I like the way that mm. things develop. Smart. Yeah, it's
1: it's one of those things like it, it's fun because the the year gap in the games we've grown up with the games and they're growing yes. up with you, right? Which is yes. yeah, again, is an extra level of immersion to some degree, which is excellent. Which is why it's, uh, uh, the internet moans quite a lot that there isn't. Um, a hard mode on uh, Pokemon, because uh. you know we've been playing it. We've been twi- playing it for twenty five years. Why can't Why can't there be an adult version of it? But anyway, <laughs> I, 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 I digress. You know, some sort of hard <laughs> mode instead of all the the cheesiness. My exactly. But anyway, okay, God of War,
0: God of War, God of War, Ragnarok. So what... let's. I want to look at this thing as a whole, but we need to divide it up. We need to look at, yeah, the, you know. at the at the segments. First up, we've got we've got probably everyone's most anticipated segment of this entire game, the narrative.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I agree. Which is, is. yeah, yeah Again, strange when you're doing a God of War game because you figure fighting and stuff like that, but the yeah. narrative is so top-notch. It's, yeah, again, it's one of those games which we were talking about the other day. It's like watching a movie, but you're the main role. Oh, it's perfect, so ac- yes, that's it's it. It's so good. It's so, uh, like I said, it's so twisty.
0: It just goes in all different directions.
1: Yeah, exactly. And there's even the—I I know it's weird to say, but it's even the fact that Atreus is still annoying,
0: which he was annoying <laughs> in the first one,
1: and he's he's annoying he's annoying in this one. Like I don't I mean, know—he
0: he was he was a kid in the first one. I don't know what was, know. What was he twelve? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, eleven? No, no. no, twelve? Just say twelve. But I love 12. that he's still he's still annoying,
1: but Kratos he, again, his character development doesn't get as annoyed at him anymore because atreus Ooh. i don't know if you notice atreus gets really annoying he does at, yeah and, um, he, he bugs me because he keeps every time a puzzle comes along he keeps um like pointing out hints to you and i'm same. like i'm getting there shut so, up so, I, i'm was, shouting at atreus more than I've, Kratos. Got the,
0: I've got the exact same complaint we can keep that for <laughs> gameplay though yes so yeah <laughs> but then, like I say, the,
1: the narrative, the twists, the, the the deep dive into the Norse mythology, which 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 is an interesting thing about uh, Norse mythology, because there's no mm-hmm. um, in real life definitive versions yeah. of events. Uh, you you have a lot of license to play around with it because that so so they can make Loki look like this and make Thor look like this, and there's nobody really really nice. Play. And they've which really it, done it which well. Is,
0: because of it, which is in, yeah. in contrast to Greek mythology, which is... Yeah, exactly. Apparently, there's a lot about Greek mythology, and it's very
1: laid out. Mm. And there's lots of overlapping stories, which makes it more accurate to, like... Exactly. If somebody else describes him as blonde, another person describes him as blonde, you can pretty much define that he was blonde. But in Norse, there's a lot more open...
0: A lot more brevity. Yeah, which is
1: excellent, because that means you really get to play around with... Um, what people might look like and the story they're doing now you know and that's exactly what they do and yeah it's excellent it's oh it's and they they take that that what you expect to happen and then they just twist it or make it mm-hmm. different or, or or make it more emotive. and like you said mm-hmm. it's an excellent roller coaster of, of a time what, what do you think
0: No, i think exactly the same i really do um i remember my only gripe with the narrative is if I compare it to the first game, which I know I shouldn't do, I shouldn't Mm. be comparing it to the first game, God of War 2018, but it's so similar. So, so, so similar. This does feel like the second half of Mm -hmm. uh, Of a duology. Mm -hmm. I can't help but compare the narratives. The first game's narrative felt like this father and son was on one quest to go spread the ashes of Mm -hmm. Atreus' mother, Faye. Mm-hmm. Kratos' yeah, second wife. That was their quest from the beginning, and that was the point of the entire game. They went through ups mm-hmm. and downs, twists and turns, but that, is, that was the overarching story of the game, that they yeah, wa- went on this quest and they did that. Mm-hmm. That I'm not getting from the second game.
1: Well, as in you know where you're headed, like the, like an a underlying uh, storyline to follow? or
0: Almost, yes. I know we've got Ragnarok, but that's... So up in the air. That's not an objective. That's not a quest. Mm-hmm. That's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand I what you mean.
1: I understand right? what you mean. Like, especially when you're playing the game, you're fundamentally just following Atreus's, like, demands to some degree, which doesn't leave much backbone to the story. Is that
0: is that what you're... I think Genuinely I think that denoting. is what I'm trying to say. That is what I'm trying to say. And mm. the the story for the first game was so extremely personal uh, between oh, yeah. Kratos yeah, no, and true. Atreus, mm-hmm. their father and son relationship. It's mm. not that personally more in, in the second game. The story is much, much, much more focused on the the macro, right? Yeah, yes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, what no, no, is Odin you. and Thor doing? What's going mm. to be uh, Kratos's next move in this? huge story war plot whatever that's what this game is about where the first one was a bit more personal yes no i agree i like both i just think Mm. the first one i liked a bit more more
1: well yeah i understand what you mean i can understand like um i do enjoy i do but i understand that there's there's no definitive like it's like they're always building the story a little bit so there will always be a twist that you expect instead of an underlying thing which is yeah, again, it plays almost like an episodic a- aspect. Yeah, that you you can, you you play for two hours, and then there's like, oh no, that's the change, and then yeah, there's a change. You know, for example, I won't spoil it, but Tear, you've uh, released Tear. I take it the it's in giant. the
0: trailers. People know that.
1: Yeah, and that's that's that felt that when you and he wasn't who you expected him to be. That was like episode one, and they do. You're right. The narrative is almost episodic to how the plot develops compared to. Um, like you said, the emotional uh, burying of or scattering the ashes on um, yes, the yes, mountain. Yes. Right? No, I understand what you mean, but like, like but there are other, other aspects. I still, you know, when you're out in the boats and they start chatting in the monks of the boats, you know, I oh, for those, that
0: stays good. That stays. Nice. I, I just, I, like I just that.
1: swim in a, I just row in a circle <laughs> until the story's done. Because <laughs> I, I hate going up to
0: the beach and then they say, "Oh, uh, I will continue that later." In the first game, it was usually just Mamir telling a yeah, exactly. story to yeah, atreus and right. kratos and mm. atreus would be listening and kratos would just mm. he would
1: yeah, just yeah that's true that's true, that's true
0: now it's mm. completely different now kratos is actively participating in the conversation he's he has inputs and opinions and he's mm. talking and not just grumbling anymore i really his, like that his inputs are excellent Yeah, again like very much
1: like, it just shows how like you were saying he is actually really really smart they were mm-hmm. talking about um, whose side they should have been on in the Elven War. Oh, and yes, oh, I and, remember this. Yes, and that tell us. one, there, there was that one bit. I actually can't remember that. I remember that they were walking around, and then Tyr was te- speaking to Atreus and saying, or somebody was saying that you keep thinking about why, or if you were on the right side, but you weren't thinking about uh, what you should. You know, you you are missing the point. And then Atreus yeah. is always like, should I have been on the, d- should I have fought for the dark side or light side, which is kind of very Star Warsy. And then and, God of, and w- then
0: what and did then Kratos, Kratos say? He's no, and then Kratos uh, chipped in and he said, the real question is, is there a right side?
1: Yes, exactly. You know, he's he's got those like almost like uh, uh, homework <laughs> or like phil- philosophical like little bits <laughs> he puts out there, and I go, whoa, Kratos, damn, I got to sit down now. That's a that was deep. After you just rip the head off, <laughs> off and he's 100 like an right. He is. And, he and is. That's what I love right. about him. I love about him that aspect where he's like, "Whoa, how it like?" He's swinging oh, his axe and swinging his things, cutting <laughs> things in half. But he's thinking like deep, like, "Oh yeah, you're right again, Kratos." You know, I go. I. He should be a professor. I would go to university and just listen to him talk. That's yes. you know when he retires. That's what the God of War should do. But anyway, <laughs> narratively, this thing just it hits so many good it does
0: spots. it does you know, so it, many it, good just, beats uh, the mm-hmm. unfortunate thing about this game though is that we can't talk too much about it without spoiling some parts yeah it's
1: true that's very true yeah it's got lots the of twists it, and turns
0: for sure even just uh, one other thing mm-hmm. might spoil something for some people because i know a lot of people the tiniest things count as spoilers because i'm yeah. like this the tiniest yeah. thing that counts as a spoiler you play it up in your mind and then it Mm -hmm. is a big spoiler and then it's a tiny bit disappointing Mm -hmm. making a mountain of a molehill but anyway it i really like the conversations there's a lot more uh, downtime almost it being episodic there Mm -hmm. there are there's downtime in between quote-unquote episodes where in the first game Mm -hmm. you just beeline from the start to the end Right. No,
1: you're right. You're right. You're right. You, especially with the the house, you now kind of get to. Yes, like, uh, the safe yes. You're, well, yeah, not say right.
0: whose house this is or no, where right. it is. No, but, but you're right.
1: There's um, there's there's, there's that. It, but it's quite a common yep. trope no It's like the the Normandy in Mass Effect, and um, mm-hmm. and you know, it's one of those things that are prevalent in most games now. You always have like a safe space to to save yeah. and to re gear and it's and it's the same thing here. You're right. There's a lot of downtime in this one compared to the, the twenty eighteen
0: God of War. Even the Dark Souls series does this. Every single Dark yeah, Souls right. game that's has right. got yeah, this exactly. sort of home base. The, exactly, uh, the yeah. Nexus, filing shrine, Medula, mm-hmm. uh, what, what, what's the Elden Rings one? Uh, round Table Hold Round Table, yeah that's right. Yeah.
1: No you're right. And it, you're right. It does again it, it plays into the what you were saying. Like the, the narrative is like episodic because you can you can stop and I don't know, go home and rest and stuff. Which <gasps> right. Yeah, oh man! It,
0: yeah. Didn't even think about that. That must have been a strategic decision. A lot of people yeah. can't. Oh wow. Okay. So there's a two month gap, and they know they can jump in because they're in between mm. episodes or whatever.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Wow. But yeah, you're right. There is there is there is a noticeable difference between the two. But it, you know, like I said, it's narratively this game. I'm sure no one's shocked is excellent. You should definitely very much. Yeah, if you like a good story, if you like anything fantasy-wise or any of the other ones, you got to play it. It's the story, and this is top-notch.
0: If we can jump on to visuals, I know there's a lot more we can say about narrative, but I we know can't say all, all day these long. things. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can go all day, but we oh, can't yeah, say no, it no, without no. spoiling the game. <laughs> no, true, very true. What what we can gush about to no end is the visuals or the visuals of this game. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those scenarios where. Like I said, we're both playing the
1: PlayStation Five version of the game. That's right. So everybody up there knows, and it's just one of those. Yeah, again, it's one of those games that you'd almost put on at the the, the you know uh, was it E3 and stuff like that, just to mm-hmm. display how good the game looks. It's almost you know when you do um, uh, they display the game and it says not not gameplay footage. Yeah, but this this is the reverse. Like everything oh, about yeah. the 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 visuals in this looks like it's one of those teaser trailers that you put out there to make people oh, you sure. know sal- salivate about how good this game looks. It's and every ridiculous. aspect of this game is absolutely like insane. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> it is. It's it, it it's, it, it, it's the, go on
0: every every second of this game. I'm getting reminded by that uh, that statement made about that Stanley Kubrick made.
1: Mm. Oh yeah, 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 I can remember that.
0: Mm. Um, every frame is a painting. Yes, correct. Yeah, now I am with you. Yeah, yeah. I am getting that exact same feeling about this game. There is no spot in this game where I have stood that I haven't <laughs> stood still and looked around at the uh, mm. uh, at the visuals at the back of Kratos's bald head, <laughs> uh, the environments around me, the the armor I was impressed
1: with. I had a, a deep the, dive armor, into the right. armor the other day, like like if you, it's these weird little things you look at. If you look at the armor. There's even leather straps, unlike the inside where you would use it to strap it to another piece of armor, which is oh, is how oh, armor man. was made back then. It's so again, it's one of those scenarios where it's just so loved, and one of those other things I don't even notice because when because this game is so. Graphically great, as you know. I kind of try yeah. to nitp- nitpick where I can, but even in the scenes when you're you 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 start the like insta kill animation when regards yes. you stun you stun the enemies, the enemies eyes and face panic as what? soon as you if you look at their faces, their eyes, their mouth, their f- uh, the whole expression of their bodies actually changes because they've wow. learned, they've lost the advantage and uh, oh, wow. the things they do, even the hands and stuff like that, which is so much depth, which I can only imagine that takes hours,
0: even to just to do a face and a hand and all well, this. Of
1: course, it's 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 all in there. It's absolutely all in there.
0: It's crazy. There's so there's so much going on. It's impossible to take in every little yeah. detail. No, I agree. There's so much. And it's it's
1: and and even just it's so pretty. Even the weird places like the um the realm between realms. I forget what it's called. You know where you 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 walk through to uh.
0: Uh, the trees, yeah, Idrisil.
1: you're about the top of Idrisil, yeah, that's right. And even that, if I, I just go wandering around, you know, when people are talking, and you, yeah, and yeah. you just you, you have to wait into that. It's kind of like the loading screen, isn't it? Fundamentally, the, Quite when unquote. you're walking, yeah. Th- yeah. But and you just look around, and even the dwarven village, and you know there was chickens and <laughs> everything about it. It's just <laughs> so, so much like weird thing they've actually added, but it adds so much more immersion and it's so oh it's just so pretty I, I was talking so, to my <laughs> sorry sorry am I talking to her
0: no 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 not at all this is just a weird thing I remember names very well I don't mm. know why but I remember names very well and I just keep thinking oh you're talking about Nidavellir in Svartalheim yeah you do do this <laughs> how do you do that especially
1: with these um <laughs> Norse names I remember Jotunheim that's it because yeah, that's, the giant, the, that's the giant flow that's it land of the all mountains. the other ones <laughs> All the other ones are just, uh, you know, like s- Scandinavian or whatever. I don't know. What. I'm like, but you do. You remember their names and the places. It's, I don't know, it's a good, it's a good thing, skill to have, but I'm like, yeah, for sure. I just, I just go, um, fiery place, cold place, uh, fire, uh, call windy place,
0: in Chicago. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's, that's all I do. Where am I going? Oh, I've got to go to the cold place, don't I? Yeah, that's, but yeah, you do. You remember all of them, which is, crazy, but then you love to get that level of immersion, don't you? Oh, yeah. When you're playing something, oh, please. Something you do love. More. Yeah, hmm? you love getting to that. But that's cool. <laughs> like I said, that's, I envy it to some degree. But hmm. I was, I was, as I was saying, I was speaking to my wife when I was playing this. I would love, even if you took Kratos and everybody out, just like a VR walkthrough of the, the world. <sighs> you know, if you took all the, the dangers. Can you imagine just putting a headset on and just strolling through Midgar and... and All the other names I can't spell or say because Midgar (laughs) is a nice easy one. Asgard as well. That was also an easy one. But just looking around would be so much fun. Like, just the VR experience would would be so insane.
0: I would, if I had a VR headset, totally Mm. buy a a, a virtual tour of Mm. the Nine Realms. If if Santa Monica Studios were to make something like this. I mean, they've got the assets. They've built all these places. They could just make a Mm. virtual Mm. tour and have Mamiya be your tour guide oh yeah that, been, yeah that would be excellent yeah that would be excellent they just put, yeah.
1: got Mimir's and he just talked
0: about it. that would be brilliant yeah i'd buy that tomorrow i don't yeah, even you just you can ride around on a pig or whatever and mimiya'd be hanging from a stick yeah i think that's brilliant but yeah i just like i said you can't <laughs> the,
1: visually this game is flawless and then to get another point when i was pointing out, it's the four years it's because they as a development and team right. and stuff like they got given time and there's nothing, like, especially artists, and they're all fundamentally artists, be it sound, visual, uh, audio. Artists need, there's nothing more that you could give them. The best present is just Mm-mm. to give them time. You know, when they when they get six weeks and they don't give them, give them another six weeks. Because they their love and being able to prefer, perfect this stuff is is literally what they live for.
0: They, oh, you know, definitely. they have family. But they'd be, be able to not.
1: Uh, many of times, haven't I?
0: You, you've you've said you've said after you're done with your point continue hmm.
1: like i said if the idea that they've got you can see that they've been given so much free reign and that's how you can see the love and the effort and and that's what a lot of other studios don't seem to understand especially with yeah like i said you, with games you are dealing with a lot of artists and they can be quite finicky and all this other jazz but if you give them free reign of what they're doing that's how they that's how this type of project gets done, and it's like I say, all the artists in this just knocked it out the park. I can't, I can't name one thing that I particularly disliked. No, uh,
0: you, you said uh, something, in, I think it was the Forbidden West episode last week. Mm. You said that uh, uh, it's very clear that the studio gave the artists mm. free reign, mm. right, to just go ahead, go crazy, and make what they need to. Uh, Make what they need to make. Yeah. Draw, draw up Mm. the, the, the crazy machine monster. Mm. Our Mm -hmm. developers will make it. We'll give them enough time as well. And I get that exact same feeling here. Yeah. I I feel like Santa Monica Studios Mm. told their, told their artists, okay, make the craziest shit. Just go. Mm. Just do it. Just buck wild. Um, Yeah. And they um, took, they took, they took off the leashes, the reins, whatever, mm. and they did it.
1: Yeah, they just said we're doing Norse. That's the confines you have. You've got to make go it wild. Norse and a mythol myth- and just go mental. And you're right. I'm sure they had a baseline plot and stuff, but then sure, you know, I, I often wonder what comes first. Do you get the visual side or the audio side? Because I, you know, I make I make this point later in the audio. I often wonder, yeah, um, like when when they're doing the audio, when say um. Uh who's Kratos' actor? I forget his name. Christopher, Christopher Judge. Christopher Judge, you can just ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a good point. I know I only know him as the guy from Stargate. But I also yes, liked him course. as the guy the guy from Stargate, so that's fine. Um do do they I say maybe you know. Do they do the lines first and then animate the faces then? Or do they they already have oh, a script course. and they animate the faces no, and then it, do the It's
0: it's it's very weird. It's very odd, but the, the, there's different parts of audio that they do at different uh, parts of the process. Mm-hmm. The uh, firstly, first, first, first thing that they do uh, is music, right? And okay, then they yeah, also the score, right? Lines. Mm-hmm. The score, mm-hmm. the score is mm-hmm. made right through. But first, firstly, mm-hmm. it's the score, and this game's director, wa- well, composer was Bear Bear McCreary. Bear mm-hmm, Lime, yes. <laughs> I know Lime the name Lime. for some reason, yeah. Right, yeah, Bear McCreary, he actually... Oh, man. Oh, I need to say this. Okay. There's an Easter egg in this game in Svartalheim, natively of all places, yeah. where you meet a dwarf playing an instrument.
1: Oh, yes, he's playing a lute, isn't he?
0: Yeah, some sort is that, of... Is that a loot? Some variation of a lute. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and, that's true. Yes, sir, I could be sure. And yeah. that dwarf is actually voiced by the game's composer, Bear McCreary. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's
1: cool. I yeah, like he, that. was,
0: he was, he he was in the, uh, a documentary I spoke about earlier in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I immediately recognized his voice and I thought, is that Bear McCreary? And then I saw him playing this weird lewd thing and mm-hmm. that just confirmed it. This is, <laughs> this is definitely well, that's, the composer of the game.
1: That's very cool because, like I said, the the, the dwarf in the, the the God of War game, he's basically a bard or something. He owns the pub, but also it's a nice little nod. I think that's excellent. I love those little things when they, yeah, yeah. especially when they put in people you would never normally see in a game, and then actually plonk him in there oh, so that sure. he can get some recognition. Because unlike yourself, with the musical background, that people won't even know who the composer is most of the time.
0: Yeah, so I think the music they do first, and then the lines. Um, mm-hmm. But after they've uh, developed some visuals, that's where they make. That's when they make or develop sound effects and foley.
1: Yeah. Is that, okay. Is that the is that the last part? Which makes sense. I can understand that because or some of the final together. parts. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure. it
0: will be very interesting to find out what oh, the yeah. process actually is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's very like I, said, I, I was doing that once.
1: Well. and I only point this out because even the facial movements, because I was looking. Like when they're doing the talking, I like to look, yeah. you know, you zoom in and you've got all the fun, especially on the PlayStation oh, yeah. 5, you've got that aspect where you can take mm. photos and screenshots and stuff. And even, um, you know his name, the head, is it Mir, what is it, um, the talking head? What? Yeah, again. The talking head. Mimir. You're, thank you, Mimir. I, I'm not good with <laughs> names, you're here, for, you're my encyclopedia <laughs> of names. Even if you look at Mimir when he talks, his eyebrows raise up and down and stuff like that, which is... You know, I'm sure they use the facial tracking software, which I get, which does a lot of the the facial movements for you. But yeah, you've yeah. also got um, it's the lighting and the shadow that they add to the face, which I do believe they have to touch up themselves. And it's just it's all there. It's uh, and I can't. I literally spent minutes just watching Kratos's beard blow in the wind because it's, <laughs> it's such a nice bushy beard, and it just flows whilst he's talking. And it, I don't know, oh, it sure. just made me laugh. It's brilliant. Um, but like. Like I was saying, earlier, it's very hard to talk about uh, visuals without talking about audio because they get they're, they're such bedfellows. Um, it's, sorry, is there anything else you want to do about uh, visual?
0: I I I don't know. It is there's there's a load of it all intertwines. You're right, visuals mm. with the with with the audio. But God of mm. War's got this 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 insane knack that's prevalent in all of the Soul series uh, of uh, visual storytelling. And I, I say this because in all of the environments that you travel uh, with uh, Atreus and Kratos, through the visuals, you can find stories being told. and I am in love. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. totally in love with this element uh, if, when games do this. Mm-hmm.
1: The one oh, that I'm thinking of mm-hmm.
0: the one that I'm thinking of is a bit further into the game when you go to Jotunheim. Um, and you see in the middle of this jungle, you traverse through the jungle, through logs and stuff. And then you uh, find this huge metal ring thing, whatever. You climb through it, you climb over it. And then only once you're at a distance and you take a look at you can see that this huge metal thing in the ground that nature has grown over is a brooch yeah no no I'm with you
1: yeah no, exactly and they did the same thing very well in the first game when you had to fundamentally climb a frozen giant yes, yes 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 you know? yes
0: yes. visual storytelling yeah this no doubt that- does get incorporated mm. later and it mm. it's excellent games don't mm. do this enough
1: no I agree entirely it's so even the um, like I say, what's the elven world called the elven Alfheim to- El- Alfheim Elfheim, oh, actually, it should be quite an easy one to remember. Um, <laughs> it, the, you, you saw the dead bodies still from their war, they're still waging. Everywhere you were I, out, yeah. there was one on a spike, there was one burnt, there was one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and if, it shows and you, that the war's still going, fundamentally.
0: It does. And if you notice, all of those bodies are dark elves. Yes,
1: I did notice that. I was intrigued. You could see. But I, what I liked, I guess this is narratively again, because it's very weird, but it almost sounds like the light elves are
0: kind of the bad guys. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah, go on. (laughs) It does. But (laughs) we need Kratos here telling us if they're a right side.
1: (laughs) That's what I mean. But it's one of those weird twists they do. Because everything narratively, be it Star Wars and everything in the back, always says light side good, bad side dark. Mm -hmm. But in this, they kind of uh, suggest, as you said, Kratos pointing out you know who it, it doesn't matter what light or dark it's why the war in the first place and all the other reasons but it's an interesting twist that you you always today's age you always expect light is a good side exactly. and they're, alri- they're already just pushing the subject like I said it's why why there's the dark side always dark because they're yeah. e- evil what if they're just fighting for <laughs> their lives so that's probably more narrative and, than visual but it is no, something i picked no. up on mm.
0: i mean they commented on this because it was part of the first game this doubt wasn't mm. really part of the first game i don't think or i can't no, remember true. the dark side i mean the entire world of alfheim was black and red and there mm. were hives mm. and it was gross and yeah 100% just yeah. what you would normally consider an evil space to look at yes like. i
1: agree i agree yes it did have that evil undertone to the whole area yeah you're right
0: and you converted it to uh, the light elves and you helped them overthrow Mm -hmm. the dark elves Mm -hmm. only now, only now in the second game is that Mm -hmm. questioned.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it even makes you, because you played the first game, even makes you as a player feel a bit guilty. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 remember slaughtering the, the leader and everything like that. And now you think to yourself, whoa, that may have not been, we didn't have a choice to some degree, but look what our repercussions have, the repercussions of our actions again, it's so narratively good. just excellent, isn't it? It's just so, so good, good,
0: good. good. Um, but I think a lot of these. Sorry, if we can jump back to audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know, one hundred percent. A great part of this game that makes these characters so believable is the voice acting.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it is so spot on, and very, very. Sp- I yeah, I noticed like when I when I was playing it, and I'm not. I know you know all these names, but when as soon as I met Odin and the character oh. model, and the voice. I was like, I know who that is. I was like, I know that guy. And then... Oh, do you, okay. Did you, Have you watched the TV series The Good Doctor at all?
0: The I know Good you've got... Doctor. No, my wife watches it, but I don't. Okay, The Good have Doctor. You, have you seen
1: clips of it at all? Uh, there's the good doctor about an autistic doctor right, going yes, through life. Yes, and he's quite young. And he is. And he's got a minder, this older gentleman who's also a doctor, who is kind of like bold with glasses and stuff like this. All right. I don't know. You'd have to. He is the voice actor of Odin, uh... and it was—it's a guy called Richard Schiff. I don't know if you—if you know the name. He was also no, no, quite no. big in West Wing. I don't know if you watched West Wing.
0: Oh wow! Okay, so this is quite a prolific actor.
1: Oh yeah, no, he's he, he he's and if you look at the character model, you can also see him in it. They've actually done the character model around Ooh, his face. I like it when they do this. Yeah, and he's and he's very good as Odin. I I would have never. Like in a million years, cast him as Odin because you think you know you need powerful. But yeah, even you their need version, big, like they yeah, did with,
0: the, like they did with Zeus in the original trilogy.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, like all powerful, big. But, that, yes. but that's also again audio and visual going hands in hand. It adds that extra mm-hmm. degree of look at Odin. He's kind of weedy and kind of manipulative, but he's supposed that's to be right. the, but it, the big all powerful. Uh, which makes you just question you, you want to know you want lots of questions you want answering because if you compare thor and all his sons they're big muscular brutes and he's this yeah. weedy obviously manipulative super smart he, powerful yeah dude. his strengths
0: must be underneath the skin yeah or whatever, exactly you know in and his this, mind and, and that makes really, him even
1: more dangerous yeah exactly it adds all those questions like whoa how does he control everyone like right? look at him and the and the voice acting just adds to that. This guy, he is actually he's a very good actor, uh, and uh, and the voice acting and don't get me, uh, Christopher Judge of course is spot on again.
0: Spot on, it's really good. I'm so glad you brought up Odin because a couple of lines into his dialogue, he instantly became uh, my favorite voice actor of this game. He's top, oh yeah, he's top, oh number yeah. one. He's my favorite so far because the lines are delivered so good, and he's not. Mm big burly strong no exactly man. no exactly yes yes oh
1: which means it makes him far more complex especially when uh right the be- beginning he's trying to talk peace and then it doesn't go his way and that quick yeah. like snap to being sinister
0: and all-powerful just happens oh and yes. it's like, Whoa. and is saying if he says snow is white he's lying yeah, yeah exactly so you already Such know how good it's, the writing for this is. game is excellent
1: yeah, and yeah, actually, like you said, Mimir, i don't know who that is. He's also brilliant, you know. His, mm-hmm. especially for you know, you're, you're being told you're being a talking head, so you know that's your that's your um, <laughs> that's your uh, method. You protect, pretend yeah. you're a head, and I think it's excellent. I, th- like I said, it's one of those. This is one of those games that you get very rarely that come out and it hits all the 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 the, the box ticks all the boxes and the audio in this just is. It's all there, but like I said, we keep talking about the voice acting. Even things like um Dead Space does it well, but the, the the void of sound, which again is another aspect of Oh right. It's like the lack of sound when you're in say when you're on a mountain or I don't know the areas like and the fact that there's only wind or there's the echo or there's yes. the silence that yes, there's no yes, animals yes. around. This you know, was that's, go on.
0: This was prevalent in Alfheim. Mm-hmm. In the in the previous game you Travel to Alfheim through the gate, right through the mm-hmm. uh, the, the gate, the Mystic Gateway through Jotunheim. In yep. this new game, it's a very different way of traveling, where you mm-hmm. go through the Mystic doorways, right that's made right, by the yeah. made by the dwarves, I think. Mm-hmm. And you get into Alfheim from the bottom, right yeah, below right. the huge right. Elven structures in a desert. Yeah, and in this and desert, that's where you hear these. These howling winds, this mm-hmm. approaching sandstorm. Even even Atreus says he could hear a creature. Yeah, in pain, Through right. yeah, right. in pain. It's you're right. The the void of sound, the null space, it's, the white space. Yeah, which it's just, just is, as important. Exactly.
1: It just it denotes, uh, especially like you were saying, in there, it denotes how small you are in the whole grand scheme of things. Yes. When, oh. when there's so much life or lack of life around you, and you're just talking, and there's nothing else around, which is. Well, like, yeah, again, it's it's one of those people where you've got an expert that says, you know, I'm sure they could have done great music and all sorts of sound effects, but somebody said, no, because this story and this war and this bit, this this place would actually be eerily quiet. And then they, they put that in and you and you feel it. You feel mm-hmm. the location due to that, or mm-hmm. the aspect that there is no or not much audio to it, which is just mastery. It, it really is just a mastery of their field, so to speak.
0: I really am a fan of what bear mccreary does with the music in this game he got they almost did what they did with the previous game and what uh, uh, uh bethesda did with skyrim they got a choir right? yes
1: that's always good yeah
0: i know no. and they got a choir in norway that is able to pronounce uh, oh, the excellent. old uh, nordish yeah. pronunciations mm. which is yeah which is
1: like i said i love those little i love those little aspects where you could have got a choir yeah. that was american sure but they actually said no let's let's do this properly and get pl- proper norwegians to do it so that it, it, it uh, the dialect comes through in this Oh scene. yes which it's, is yeah
0: <clears throat> it's that extra layer it's that extra mile mm. it mm. shows
1: yeah I a no, 100% yeah 100% it's so it's so like i said it's such a labor of love because that would cost so much more money just to do that but the idea that somebody says no but we've got to do it or we'll or we'll lose some immersion because they'll say a word wrong or they'll, they'll not use the accent correctly. And like I said, the soundtrack on this thing is, is, is yeah, again, it's beautiful. Just like Horizon, the soundtrack is so yeah. um, spot on in each scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Each time you go into it, a different place.
0: It goes back to uh, what you said at the start where there's a difference when a studio goes out making their annual cash grab mm-hmm. and when a studio mm-hmm. goes out of their way to make something that is going to be remembered and played yeah. over, and yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, Ten exactly. years from now, people are still going to be talking and playing these two God of War games. Mm, no, Twenty I agree years entirely. from now mm. they're still going to be doing that. No, I agree.
1: And it's it's strangely enough, you talk about time frame, it's one of those situations where there was an interview with uh, the gent who was running this one and they said that then the Norse Eric Williams. Yeah, the Norse part of God of War has to come to an end. Because there's a five year gap between them, and you can't yeah. keep uh, flogging like one pony for fifteen years because people will lose Oof. interest. Because he says there's no way that he's going to start pumping out once a year, so so he has yeah. to keep the story fresh, and he's only got like ten years to do one. And there is suggestion that God of War isn't going away anywhere, just potentially going to a new uh, pantheon. God... Yeah, exactly. So then he <laughs> needs to he has to work out with the same respect that. That could also be another ten-year development, and the people who are playing it now will be in their thirties and forties. So, there's an aspect Goodness. to, uh, like you like you were saying, because they've got so many years, and so they have to do it perfectly, and so that's Did why they buy, got, they got given yeah. the budget. I can imagine. Yeah.
0: Did he by any chance say what the next no arc he's not allowed, was going to be? He's not allowed to. No. Oh, of because... course. Okay. I, I people are speculating after the mm. the the Norse uh, mythology mm-hmm. arc it's going to go on to Egyptian mythology I guess that makes sense yeah I can understand that there's a lot there and a lot to play I think uh, people probably had the same reaction when they heard Kratos was going to Norse mythology but mm-hmm. I don't see that working as well as the Norse mythology
1: no I know what you mean and because of Assassin's Creed and stuff
0: it's been played out right. quite a lot yeah I don't um, I don't I know this isn't audio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a thought. Yeah, no, no yeah, I'm with you. No, it's an interesting one. I am
1: excited because you've got to say in out. Kratos is getting older. So I yeah. know he's a god and stuff, but it fundamentally it'd be interesting if the next genre of games is about Kratos at all, or it's about um, Atreus. Um, I'm sure it will be about Kratos because we all love Kratos. But there's he got, is the there's, god of war. But there is a finality to it. Then, then the, I'd be amazed if the next. Um, genre or the next genre aren't the last ones because you can't have pensioner Kratos doing something or you can't chuck him (laughs) to hell again and he climbs out it's you know he's done that you know he's got the t-shirt
0: but anyway exciting stuff anyway third
1: wife dies (laughs) yeah exactly you know this guy you know can we not just have a good ending for Kratos just like somewhere (laughs) one day yeah
0: Anyway, should um, we jump
1: st- straight into gameplay or you got more? Let's
0: yeah, let, yes, let's do it. So, I think this is this this might be this might be uh I don't want to say weakest link cuz it is very 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 far from a weak link, but um this is let's say the least strongest link. How about that? Got you. I don't know how you I don't know how you feel, but I felt like the gameplay is the least strongest link. Um, in this game, it wasn't the previous game as well. Hmm. The, the 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 combat is, it's medium depth. It's not shallow, but it's not deep.
1: See, this is one of the things where I guess you and I would actually disagree on. Okay, Only because you know I like you know I like games with story. So I'm I'm glad they focus on story more than anything else. So that yes. I guess I'm slightly biased. And I, but I know that you're a great fan of all the uh, Souls games, Dark Souls, Souls right. and Elden Ring, and the depth, uh, the combat level of depth in the combat there is very high. It's even it's, you know it's it's complicated. It's uh, time based. It's um, strategy based as well, be, be it what you're taking on, which yeah. is far more in depth combat. But I actually kind of enjoy. I wouldn't say the combat is simple. It's simple in this. Don't get me wrong. Okay, the, the, yeah, the, the button pushing and the heavy and light attack things. Yes, that is like simplistic. Um, but I kind of enjoy the badass feel of that. That it's quite simple and relatively okay. easy now it's got the, the fun elements where you can add different runic attacks and rage attacks and special uh relics that you can activate and yes and i i like I like that they also make bad guys that are weak against fire strong against fire and 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 certain aspects of you got to stun them and stuff there, there's a bit of depth in there but you're right that the the combat is still kind of arcadey um hmm but I find that uh, maybe it's just me, but I find that a little bit more easy to access for, say, younger players or or not so experienced. That's a very good like, point, like yourself, because I know, that like I, said, I know you. Point. You love some good complex combat, don't you? Which I'm a bit on the other side, where I like a bit of both an, e- uh, that... a, an easier side and, and a harder side. But go on. I
0: think I think I think I think you got it uh, when you said for uh, trying to get a younger audience as well, because a load of kids. That was nine when the previous Mm. game got released, are now 14, which I know is under the age restriction. But uh, (laughs) we all know
1: they're playing it. Yeah, this is what it was. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a great
0: age for a game as mythological and Mm -hmm, epic mm -hmm. as this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's a brand new audience for this game. No, exactly. Yes, 100%. And having it simplified is a great way to get them on board mm-hmm. uh, it might mm-hmm. not be for the for the diehard fans uh, for mm-hmm. the people if someone's playing this game for, and they've been playing it for 10 hours the combat definitely feels samey no i agree i do know and, and i have the same
1: feeling with god of war 2018 okay you know the the trials you had to complete when you had it, to and defeat
0: this a certain way okay the i'm combat gonna do then, it again i'm gonna sorry, do it again god. are you talking about the crucible the crucible in muspelheim yes the big fiery place yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
1: That's the fiery place for me, the fire mountain. Mordor, <laughs> okay. to, to maybe. Uh, but yeah, and, and when you're doing that, that really did make the combat feel repeat, repetitive, because it's yes. go there, throw this, grab that, perform that, throw that. And that, uh, when you do that a lot, you do notice that the, the combat is a bit shallow,
0: yeah, but some people but yeah, like that. Is
1: what you're saying? Yeah. No. Yes. Exactly. Um, and I'm sure they do. That it's this game has the same thing. You've still got the trials. It takes a lot longer to you to unlock, but it's still mm-hmm. in there. Um, but like I said, I'm on that middle ground where I, I and like I said, I, I do I do agree. Sometimes the combat's too easy. You know those segments where you'll get five bad guys arrive, and you know I've done those segments, and I I wouldn't say I'm a prolific uh, combat person. You're. <laughs> elden ring and stuff like that i've done those bits without being hit at all you know and it was relatively simple now the boss fights give you a bit more grittiness but sometimes just clearing out a room full of bad guys is quite simple and easy where it adds to how badass you feel because they're nothing compared to you controlling kratos they they sometimes the combat can feel like okay let me just quickly clean these this room out full of bad guys and then we can go on with the narrative
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, look, another room full of bad guys. Yeah, exactly. It does feel a lot of times like this game is building to uh, grand set pieces. Mm, Yes, 100%. Mm. Like the narrative again. At the end of the level, there's going to be a huge Mm. boss fight and, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you're going to swing your axe and the chandelier Mm -hmm. is going to fall on them and it's going to explode in green sparks. Mm. Yes, exactly. Yes, like a a whole set piece. Yeah, yeah. It feels like the game is not trotting along but is uh moving from set piece to set piece mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. those set pieces that you sometimes are looking forward to more than another encounter in the next yeah game. yes
1: no i agree entirely yes you're right you know some, and i will admit yeah, i, I will
0: admit that is a bit nitpicky because mm. this game is excellent this is like yeah, talking the difference be. between a 9 and a 10 here
1: yeah no i agree yes and yes, you have to be nitpicky because you yeah, and you you are right. It's you clear out the room so you get the next narrative jump or so that you can just mm-hmm. start the puzzle you can see. You know, you go into those areas where you have got the chests and you have got all those puzzles to redo and you're like, "Okay, let me just clear these people and now I can concentrate yeah. on opening this chest." And but the for the the, for the 2018 had that same feeling. But there are there are, It did. It a, did. I did like rebounding the axe off those special crystal things. That was kind of a fun combat mechanic. Um, oh right yeah
0: yeah in Alfheim. yeah
1: that's right I'm sure I'm sure you're right but yeah the elf place um, <laughs> and like I said they've still got in this game uh, compared to the Valkyries in the 2018 you've got the uh, Berserker Souls which are kind of fun combat uh, arena things okay. too did you I've meet not, one yet
0: n- no not yet so I'm sure I'll get them
1: yeah th- and those are the same level of um, toughness that the Valkyries uh, had which okay so, the, so for I people think, such as yourself, that will put okay, like, hopefully will push you to that push you to that combat limit where you've got to dodge, block, roll. You know, the, the, all the which, which you're right. The, the most exciting parts in these games, combat wise, is whenever you came up to a boss because you it gave you a degree of challenge that the other baddies just aren't giving you. And you know, there okay. was like the, There are certain aspects. I thought. Mm. What did you think of the upgrade and and the system? I think
0: PhD. that the menus mm. I know they need to pump a lot of information on the screens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but wow those menus are a bit cluttered I so, yeah. needed to I needed to sit and look and really take in what I what I could do in these menus where mm. I could go from here there's a lot on screen there is. There's a lot on screen and it's not super intuitive. No, I agree. No, I agree. The menus do make you feel
1: a bit lost. Another little nitpicky thing that I don't like and this is very nitpicky, that the <laughs> the between armor weapons lore and stuff is at the bottom when 90% uh-huh. of that's at the top. <laughs> you know, I'm used to seeing that at the top oh, of the right. screen when I yeah, press yeah, yeah. R2 and RL, and this is at the bottom. I'm very nitpicky, but that's strangely disorientating to me. When I'm like uh, where is it? Oh, oh, it's at the bottom now. Okay. Cool. Oh, that...
0: no, I'm looking at the bottom. But I, it, but
1: I it did. It... And uh, there's a weird aspect now. I, I'm. Oh, of course, I haven't quite finished the game yet. I just I always thought that when you're collecting the hack silver and you're doing the exp and stuff like that, I never knew that if there was going to be abundance of that, so I could upgrade all the things that I picked up, or should I be more uh, scarce and wait for all the other things that I should pick up to upgrade my skills and stuff? And they never really tell you if it's finite or not. All oh, you know, right.
0: It's, I think uh, it. Yeah, go on. I don't know. I think it. I think it is because it, because these things are locked behind mm. um, a bit of of environmental puzzles, which mm-hmm. is great, by the way. These environmental puzzles. Yeah, yeah, they are very good. Um, I think it's because because they're locked between those, and the, you simply can't have an infinite amount of that.
1: That's what I figured.
0: Yeah oh Sorry, that... no wait a minute okay no in the end game now i remember yeah. in the end game for the previous game in niflheim mm-hmm. there was a maze in the mist i remember I that maze you... yeah i remember that do yes, you? Right. okay there, was, a pain there the was an infinite amount of resources
1: yeah i thought so too do you think that uh, yeah. i'm guessing they do the
0: same thing here yeah, and if because... Niflheim's in this game as well, then I mm. think we should have the same case. So then I think it is infinite resources, yeah. Okay,
1: because because you, you, you'd you hate to put all your skill or XP in one set, a runic attack or something, and then you get another yeah, yeah. badass one and you don't have enough. Um, but they don't really tell you that, and that's just one thing that kind of... I'm, I'm sure you're right, and I'm sure they'll do the same thing. But, I, you know, sometimes I'm holding off and upgrading a, a yeah. runic attack because I'm guessing I might need it for a later one. But I think yeah, you're yeah. right. But they don't really tell you that. I know I'm nitpicking no. now, but it would be nice if they kind of, I don't know, somehow foreshadowed <laughs> that there will be lots of uh, hack silver and lots of uh, iron and stuff later on. Uh
0: huh. But the issue is that's endgame after you've most likely yeah, yeah. completed the story. No, it's
1: true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah. Apart from that, I thought the game, like I say, the gameplay wasn't too bad. Anything else you want to add?
0: No, but wasn't too bad. I think is 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 the perfect way of describing mm-hmm. this. Not mm. the strongest link. Again, I think I think I gave this an eight out of ten, which is great. It's just not <laughs> absolutely excellent.
1: Yeah, I gave the same thing for for fundamentally mm-hmm. the same reasons. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's yeah. But we are we are we are uh, kind of picking at of almost flawless game so we have to do that but yeah the gameplay here is probably like you said the weakest of a very strong chain speaking Um, uh,
0: speaking of being flawless the when we look at the performance for a game Mm. we usually do that by looking at its faults or its flaws in this case but i could not find any no this is
1: again it's one of those especially with the console versions of games it's it's rarer than not and again it's probably because of the four-year development time that's you got to take no side that side of the the workforce had time to bug fix and to to clip this or do that the only only thing i know about performance wise and this is a playstation 4 issue is -hmm. supposed to run really uh, really well but for some reason your playstation 4 is supposed to make a very loud like noise, oh, right. like it's like it's struggling. <laughs> no, people have like lots of people said it could. It causes your PlayStation to sound like a like a very quiet vacuum cleaner. It's oh, always geez. Going, Oh no, which would which stress me out. If luckily we have a PlayStation Five, but it would stress yeah. me out if my PlayStation Four was making that noise. I don't know if any Playstations breaking, but it sounds like it's a bit of a stress a uh, uh, stress uh, game. For the PlayStation well, 4, well, I mean,
0: play. Uh, totally. This is hardware that mm. I mean, that came out in 2013. You mm. could play God of War Ragnarok on mm-hmm. your PS4 that you bought in 2013. You can. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's So, did, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised, but slightly concerned for these machines. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, sure, yeah. Poor people. Like <laughs> I, I would be very distraught if God of War destroyed. My PlayStation 4.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I mean, with his range. it is the God <laughs> of War.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always apt. But apart from that, you're right. Performance-wise, I, I nothing wrong to say. It, it just runs very no. well, very smooth, no lagging. No, all running at right frame. Exactly. Frames.
0: We do, we do have the better version, the PS5. So there's no mm-hmm. frame drops, no mm-hmm. real bugs or glitches. Each time I think I found one, that wasn't the case. I think my mm-hmm. TV went blank once and it just was just switching settings nothing about mm-hmm. the game um yeah i couldn't really no, I find any fault I didn't which is anything, no. very impressive because we're mm-hmm. playing this game day one
1: yeah no agree you would expecting you'll expect a patch in the next week or so right with most other right. games that, that come out but i i've yet to find anything that's like i said noteworthy in the slightest and we are being nitpicky so we're, we're, we're actually <laughs> trying to find <laughs> we're <laughs> trying to find things that don't They'll add up, but you know, like yeah. I said, no issues at all from my side either
0: um but uh the slightly bit more controversial mm. uh, uh conversation about this game was that it is one of the first batch of games on the p s five that costs a full seventy mm. u s dollars yeah that's it's you know it it's scares me
1: that it scares me that's going to become the new price point for for video games yeah. because our hobby's getting expensive enough as it is
0: um we're yeah i mean i the two of us dave and i for those who don't know we live in cape town south africa uh, and mm -hmm. the currency over here we got is in is rand for import costs on a ps5 Mm -hmm. in the u.s it would cost what's it now 450 400 yeah i'm guessing so yeah import costs for the ps5 Mm -hmm. almost doubles oh yeah yeah Easy. over here appears appears a PS5 costs uh 12,500 rand mm. which is oh wow which it's 730 US dollars which is crazy which, which is, is crazy we live in a third world country and we need to pay 730 US mm. dollars for a PS5 and a $70 yeah. game mm. a $70 video game costs us $81
1: yeah which is, uh, let's point out, this, the PlayStation 4 we're talking about is the basic one. This isn't like the, the two controllers, super bundles or anything like that. That's like no, that's right, that's right. Just the, 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 the basic...
0: The, the base console and the base game. Mm. So for everyone in... I don't even want to say this, but complaining about these games' prices increasing in first world privileged countries, please, mm. can you just quiet down and go back to your seat? <laughs> yes, we're, you know, we... We're, we're,
1: we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're struggling out here. God, it sounds like first world problems you know we hunt we, we hunt it's gazelle 100. and lions for, for by the day just so that we can fund our playstation uh, right. habits
0: but just because we're in a less privileged country mm, third world yeah. these it is wi- these things are double the price it is weird isn't it that
1: we're be. in a, a third world country but things are more yeah, expensive <laughs> this is all, it should be the other way around but yeah it's strange what but i'm trying to the- get at is Go that
0: on. these video games are way more expensive mm. than they used to be
1: but on the other side this is one game i wouldn't say i'm happy to pay that price for but but i would i would, I would pay yeah that price for like I if would, i definitely yeah if i would have paid that price for like uh, cyberpunk when it came out oh i'd have been pissed the you know, only that, that reason all... this
0: game <laughs> the only reason this game isn't bursting by the seams of qu- full of, because it's so full of quality Mm-hmm. Is because even the seams are made of quality.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's what one well-stitched seam. <laughs> I, no, it is. It's a fantastic and it's painful, but it's again, it's it's one of those games which everybody needs to play, and it's almost kind True. of nice to own because it's 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 a it's a benchmark like just like Horizon yeah. was. It's a benchmark game which all other games should Truly. be looking at Truly. and making their games like that and mm-hmm. it makes it a bit less painful to spend that level of money when you've got a game that is so polished and nice and a, a, a lovely example exactly. of what all games should be. So exactly. Bit...
0: No, this is definitely mm. the new benchmark. This is yeah. uh, one of the very, very few games I don't have an issue with calling an experience.
1: Yes, I agree. Like, again, it's like going to the movies, but you play the role. It's, you know, And who doesn't like that mm-hmm. idea? You know that level of right. immersion yeah. and a level of fun. It's just, and that's what it's selling, and it's what it does well. Yeah. Like I said, I'd, it's it's it's, it, it's expensive, it, but this one is fundamentally worth it.
0: It's almost like watching the watching uh, Avengers Endgame in cinemas mm-hmm. when it when it got released. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. It's almost that same meta feeling I got.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. It's
0: it's so. Like I said I know it's, it's, we've, we've said it's, this it's, all before. No, we're being consumers, and mm, we're not, we're exactly. buying a product from a company. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in a weird nerdy way, it's almost feeling like being part of yeah something I agree. better. But yeah, I agree.
1: Almost, hopefully, like a movement, but it probably isn't. <laughs> but like, it does. It it's always nice to be part of something. That's done yep. well. I know it's a weird thing you said because we just spent money on it and we didn't really Agreed. do much else. A podcast, granted. So we're helping. Their sales will increase exponentially due to this podcast. So at least we're helping them. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's one of those games you should and yeah, maybe wait for christmas i doubt it would be on special for christmas but wait if you you know if you're strapped for cash see if there are any discounts but it's definitely one to yeah. to grab 100%. yeah
0: if it goes on any type of sale who knows mm. next year most likely mm, yeah do yeah. grab it it is yes. worth the money seventy dollars is a lot of money mm. but it is mm-hmm. it is i would say worth it
1: yeah so so what was our final score for this bad boy then
0: god of war ragnarok the 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 most likely uh, 2022 game of the year contender yeah, only I'm to sure, be <laughs> yeah. mm. only to be put against Elden Ring. Yo, it's those two. I don't know Ooh. which one to pick. For that's, game of a, the a, year. That's,
1: that's a hard fight. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't uh, even think of right?
0: That. God of War, Ragnarok, uh, um, the Diamond of 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gave it a letter grade rating of A minus. Which, which we
1: which points out is the highest grade we've given a game so far.
0: Yes, A minus. Uh, this is this is our top 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 performing this, game. That's right. the critical acclaim so our, for our mm. only A graded exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. You know, so it's there's people should be they should be cheering. They should pat themselves on the back because.
0: Yes, please do. <laughs> Santa Monica Studios, they're going to go yeah. around. Ah, oh, yes, finally. Finally, Critical Locator <laughs> <okay> has <laughs> given yes, us the A. That's right. Rejoice, us the rejoice.
1: Exactly. I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> it's exactly what they're going to do.
0: Yeah, uh, but I... I um, I am satisfied I'm satisfied yeah. with, the, uh, with the with the score we gave it this game yeah. truly deserves it 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 deserves even more but yeah we need to be objective in this
1: yeah exactly if a little bit more tweak on that gameplay we would be talking an A plus A and I maybe. don't
0: even know how I don't even know how, know no. how
1: they would improve it no I agree it's, but it's great we're here just to judge just- not fix it <laughs> you know, that's, that's what we're here for <laughs> but no it's an excellent yeah, okay, game okay. all the way
0: through definitely do try and pick it up if you can on a sale or if you've got the money do mm-hmm. get it now it is good okay. thanks thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the critical Arcade podcast this is a real treat this is oh yeah. this is it's a milestone oh, podcast a i feel like an episode i do feel thankful um and i do i do feel thankful that we do get to make this podcast and these mm. episodes for everyone to listen to i know it's not a lot of people yet but we are going to get there yeah, we're thankful so thank for everybody you. who's
1: listening now anyway. You know, you're know, you yes. our, our vets. You're, you're our original <clears throat> troop of people. And we yes, are very thank thankful you. for you for spending just yeah, spending some time listening to us. Thank you very much.
0: Yes. Is milestone episode a big one? And I'm just mm. feeling very... Yeah, it's thankful. a big one for us. Yeah, 100%. Uh, tune in next week for our next episode on the Critical Head Podcast. Dave, why don't you tell us what we've got lined up? Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, next week... We're playing, again, one of our indie 500 games, Axiom Verge. I don't know if anybody's heard of it out there. I'm sure you have. It's one of those throwbacks to the old days, the Metroid and the Castlevania, or the Metroidvania-type game, where uh, all 8-bit, eight 16-bit, I always forget which one around, uh, which 9, we're delving 16-bit? into. And it's made by one person, which is going to be fun to look into insane i'm
0: looking i don't know if i'm scared of this game or looking forward to it i've never actually heard of it so no nor did i i think
1: yeah again that makes it exciting again i like games it does this podcast lets us play games without any bias because we've never actually heard of them before hell yeah
0: critical okay tell your parents tell your parents listen in uh Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Time for Nick or on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, Critical Arcade at Critical Arcade. Uh, Dave, where can they follow you?
1: You can try following me, but I have actually learnt the technique to sever your head and have you as a belt accessory now. So <laughs> if you don't want to live the life of Mimir or whatever, then, you know, yeah. it's up to you. I do know how to do it now. So, and I do have a new belt so
0: mm. ah it needs accessorizing it
1: does need some accessories so you know i can probably fit three or four on here
0: so it's up to you beware, so, please, be beware. Uh, beware. Please, be- <laughs> please beware of dave thanks for listening this episode of the podcast we'll check you next week cheers everyone cheers